Hey guys, welcome to Press Specialized English. This is podcast episode number one. So I uh, just want to welcome all of my new students. Um, I will have various uh, entrance points throughout the month of September for new students. And I just want to welcome everybody. I hope you enjoy the content. I hope you enjoy the class. Uh, as you improve uh, your English, your business English, uh, to achieve your both personal and professional goals. So I look forward to, to helping you in, in that journey. And the idea is we make it fun as we can. And so this is the first exercise for the individual students uh, in, in my course. And the first topic that we're going to talk about is the, uh, the four per 1,000. Tax is called here in, in Colombia, at least, the cuatro por mil, four per 1,000. And this, is, how you translate this, this would be called the banking transactional tax. So it's whenever you move funds in, or excuse me, out of your uh, savings account or, or any account uh, that you possess, whether it's with, let's say, um, you know, the mobile apps, the, the uh, fintech companies that have platforms that you can, you can charge your clients, uh, your personal bank account. So any movement that you take that you make, it moves money outside of your account, you receive four peso tax for every 1,000 pesos that are is involved in that fund, in that uh, amount, in that total fund. So, um, and I'll give a little history behind this banking transactional tax. Uh, it started in 1998, shortly after a, uh, a financial crisis, banking cri crisis here in Colombia. Um, and in, in 1998, the government implement, implemented, you know, with the, I guess, with the request from the, the banking institutes and associations uh, here in, in Colombia to implement a transactional tax that would help uh, kind of create a, a nest egg or a reserve uh, liquidity and ensure survivability of the banks, uh, at least in the short term. So the government approved this uh, banking transactional tax, which was originally two per 1,000 Colombian pesos. So for every every transaction that you made, for every 1,000 pesos, two pesos of that went to a, or two, you, re you received a, a tax of two pesos over that 1,000 pesos. So uh, the idea originally uh, was it was going to be a temporary transactional tax for about a year. I think it was for a year. And this is in 1998, 1999. Well, I think uh, it kind of went, it kind of overstepped its original deadline of a year. And in 2000, in fact, the government actually, I guess, analyzed it uh, and realized this was something that needed to continue. So they actually passed the law in 2000 that made it permanent this banking transactional tax and actually increased it also in the year 2000 to three pesos per 1,000 Colombian peso tax. So for every 1,000 pesos that you moved outside of your account or accounts, you received a tax of three Colombian pesos. And not too long after that, in, in, in 2003, uh, again, the government increased this amount to four pesos per per uh, 1,000 movement that you receive this this tax. Uh, so that is why it's called four per 1,000. So 
Uh, and and the simple way to be able to call this to, to ensure that a uh, native speaker will, will understand the principle behind it, and then you'll have to explain it in detail because this is very particular to, to Colombia and Latin America, is the banking transaction tax. Um, and so here, there we were in 2003, and this has continued for, for almost 20 years now. I remember when I first arrived in Colombia thinking that this was kind of crazy. Uh, it didn't affect me initially um, while I was kind of establishing myself here in Colombia. But once I started working, became a formal, formal employee, or even before I became a formal employee, I remember going to the ATM and, and taking out just a, an amount of, of cash and uh, looking at my account later, and and there was a uh, a transactional charge, uh, a, a banking transaction tax. That was uh, a, an additional cost for every time you went to the ATM, and so that was pretty crazy to me. That was a a big shock uh, in my first years here in Colombia. Now I it still makes me feel very uncomfortable, but that's that's a different subject. So I remember, uh, I think it was around 2015 or 2016, there was discussions, um, and I think this is also before like the some elections that, uh, so obviously the populists uh, tend to bring up these subjects about eliminating the, the banking transactional tax, and there was some discussion about it, I remember on the news, it was gaining momentum, and then it just kind of went away, and, and I think it was in 2015 or 2016, I can't, rem- can't remember punctually when it was, but it was in the mid the mid 2010s. Um, so there was some discussion and then, then that went away. So my, the subject, uh, that we're going to have, or I'm going to first discuss my opinion about the, the banking transaction tax. And then I, I expect, uh, kind of a summary from each student of what my position is. And then you as a student can either, uh, agree to my position, but you have to explain why you agree agree to that, and you have to provide provide some detail uh, as to your supporting uh, arguments as why you support my my position, or you have to take the other side of the argument. So uh, you don't actually have to agree with me or disagree with me, but you just have to take one argument or the other, or you can bring in a distinct argument, something that's uh, that I, we haven't considered in the discussion uh, on the podcast that you can bring into the class. Uh, discussion related to to this assignment. Um, so I believe that the the banking transactional tax is actually uh, it theoretically can make sense, but it actually really affects the disposable income of of all of Colombians or anybody here that lives within Colombia that's uh, relying on that employment system or informal system as well. So uh, I think it it really actually does not allow the economy to realize its maximum because people and that's a that's a ton of money every year that's allocated to the banks who at the end of the day also charge you for everything that you do whether you have an account they charge you a state savings account a fee or for your credit card fee for everything the interest rates here are generally pretty high um so i think it's i think nowadays i think it should have been eliminated uh around that year 2000 um it should not have been made permanent, and uh, here we are 20 years later, over 20 years later, uh, since the inception in 1998, that they still have this tax. So it's it's just pure, it's just another revenue stream for the banks, as I see now, and even, I th- even think now, uh, even with the, the pandemic, I don't think that the banks really need this, 
this emergency lifeline that has just turned into just another revenue stream for them. So it, it also uh, eliminates the necessity of uh, the banks to continue innovating, bringing new technology, uh, fintech, um, ways to improve the client experience. Uh, they, they can avoid that because that once you have an account with a bank, it's very difficult for you just to move your funds to another bank because you're not happy with the way that the service is being provided because you know if you have a serious amount of money uh, in one account and you want to just move from from one from bank number one to bank number two but you think well I'm gonna incur a huge amount of tax just to move my funds to another bank from bank number one to bank number two because I'm not happy with bank number one service so you're, you're kind of trapped you're held hostage uh, by this banking transactional tax. So I think not only is it just another revenue stream for, for the banks, but it also hinders and prohibits the inv- advancement of, of service quality uh, to each of their, their clients that they have. So that's just my opinion. It's something I've been observing for the past over eight years now that, you know, uh, comparing to, to other even regional banks. I mean, even if you look at in banking in Panama, Costa Rica, it's just a little bit more dynamic. And um, so I think that the, the, the banking transactional ta- tax is something that really needs to be discussed more because it's essentially, um, you know, either do away with the, uh, maybe the third argument could be for me is do go away, or the third point, excuse me, uh, is do away with the, the charges that you have on your credit card that you have on your, your savings account and keep the banking transaction tax. Or the other is uh, keep the the service fees for the, the savings account, for the credit cards, et cetera, but do away with the banking transaction tax because one, it's just kind of overdoing it, I think. So that's just my opinion or the argument that I'm going to, the alternative that I'm discussing today. And so I'm very interested to hear Uh, your perspective, uh, each of your perspective related to the banking transaction tax uh, and your supporting points. So you have to also not only agree or disagree with me or bring in a different uh, third point that I haven't even talked thought about yet, but you have to bring uh, supporting supporting points and be able to uh, communicate this in a very, very clearly. And so I think this is probably a conversation that you've not had in English before. So I think this is a good, a good, starting point for practicing uh, a, a new a new form to be able to explain a uh, a novelty or a very uh, distinct vocabulary word here in Colombia the banking transaction tax for per 1000 and be able to practice explaining that to a North American or to a European or Australian uh, a native English speaker so they may need a little help understanding what this is and how it works. So this is just a good first step, a good first practice, and I expect uh, everybody to do well with this uh, first assignment. So uh, thanks for tuning in. For all my non-students tuning into this uh, podcast, uh, I welcome you to to reach out to me, uh, info at pressenglish.com. And I look forward to seeing you in class. Have a good week. And thanks for tuning in to the uh, podcast.